0: What is up, you guys? So, tricking, I'm thinking of incorporating a tricking a little bit more into my routine, just because I love tricking. I, I feel like I've lost some, what's right With focus, focus. Or, you know, I've always loved doing tricking, but I just stopped doing it because, you know, I started becoming interested in powerlifting and bodybuilding and other things, and I didn't feel like, you know, I had the right circumstances or area to do it, you know, and that is not a good reason not to do something, so, you know, as long as you have an area to do movement, you should utilize that area to do it, like, if you have grass, a lot of people that got really good in tricking, didn't do gymnastics or anything like that, they started with, on grass, they just started with beginner movements and got better and better and they bailed a lot and so what? like, at least when you're baling, you're bailing on grass. You're not going to be baling on, you know, concrete or asphalt or those kind of stuff. So I want to incorporate tricking a little bit more, and I'm going to be doing that on every single day. Incorporate something just to get back into the movement because I've already done it tricking in the past. But you know, when you don't train something, you lose it. So I'm going to start doing tricking more because, like, let's say you're doing a backflip, you're doing a one-foot backflip, you're doing a, a front flip, those kind of stuff, a backflip, full twist, what not your whole body has to work in synergy. So if you break a skill down into its individual components, like you have to be explosive, you have to lift a few arms when you do the movement, all those kind of stuff. If you want to break down a backflip into all those components, you, know, you still have to connect it at the end of the day and still do the movement. Because if you really focus on only one aspect of the movement, chances are you're not going to succeed with that movement. <laughs> I focused, this has happened to me so many times that you think like, okay, I'm just going to focus on you know, like the move, way I move my a- my arms And then Because you're only focusing on your arms You mess up your, your take off your explosiveness With the legs because you're not focusing on the legs So the thing is, like, a skill like that is complicated There's so many different things to, to focus on But you don't have to really want to focus on it You just want to um do it instinctively and that comes with training it very frequently that's what i'm going to be doing i'm going to start slow because i don't want to give myself you know overwork or doms or anything like that i want to be able to do it every single day so i'm going to start small and build up and build up and build up until i can do you know a lot higher volume of tricking on a daily basis that that's kind of my goal and then as the volume gets bigger and bigger you can do it like every other day you know mark you don't have to do it every single day But anyway, that's just a quick update. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to start doing more of, because that's what I really enjoy. And I just stopped doing what I really enjoy, you know. So, you know, when it comes to powerlifting versus parker, I would always go with parker. That's something I'd enjoy much more. Um, But I don't have to give up um, powerlifting. I'm still going to continue lifting heavy, but it's not going to be to the extent... uh, It's going to take second place after parker. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, guys. So I want to talk to you about... How much carbs does someone really need to eat? And this all comes down to the kind of carbohydrate that you eat, and how fast your body digests it and oxidizes and burns it. Also, depending on how you know insulin sensitive someone is, and how effective they can store it, and how much they are exposed to stress and those kind of stuff. Um, so the reason I'm bringing this up. So let's say, for example, someone is consuming, uh, you know, table sugar. He's probably not going to be very satiated from the table sugar. But if he consumes fruit juice, he might be more satiated. But if he eats the whole fruit, he's going to be even more satiated. And if he eats that fruit with protein and fat, he's going to be even more satiated. So it comes down to what your diet consists of, what food that carbohydrate is made from. Um, That's going to determine like how much you need, because I fluctuated between 500 grams. All the way down to 100 grams, and like you know, some people say, "Okay, you need metabolic flexibility." You know, I don't want to be eating that amount of carbohydrates because it's going to make me insulin. I have to depend on that carbs all the time. I have to consume that carbohydrates every hour just to sustain my blood sugar levels and those kind of stuff. But I've literally gone from 500 grams of carbohydrates down to 100 grams in two days without having any withdrawal, any blood sugar fluctuation, any kind of weirdness, because it all depends on where you get that carbohydrate from. And that kind of like begs the question how much carbohydrates do you really need? Like, if I feel great on 100 grams of carbohydrates, does that mean I need more? If I can, you know, my, my, my blood sugar is stable, if I can combat stress, if I have enough energy, if I'm explosive, like if I can do my sport, all of those kind of stuff, does it mean I need more? You know, not necessarily, but let's say it comes to the health aspect of it. The more carbohydrates you burn, the more CO2 you produce the more healthy you theoretically would be because CO2 is anti-inflammatory. But the thing is, like, everyone produces CO2 from any kind of fuel source that they oxidize. Um, It's just with carbohydrates, you produce more for the same amount of oxygen that you consume. So I think that the point I'm trying to make is that you don't have to go for a high-carb diet if you want to be healthy. But I'm not trying to say, like, go on a low-carb diet, that's the best thing ever. I'm trying to say is that It depends on the carb source that you're eating that will kind of like require how much carbohydrates you need and how much you need is based on how you feel so my minimum for carbohydrates would be i wouldn't go below 100 grams because if you go below 100 grams that is when the conversion of t4 to t3 begins to suffer it starts to become not as optimal and cortisol can also rise up because your liver now your body now has to upregulate gluconeogenesis to produce its own glucose so i want to optimize thyroid hormone conversion and i want to minimize stress but do i need to eat 600 grams of carbohydrates to achieve that the answer is no but i would not go below 100 grams and even if you're doing an in sport you're doing sprinting you're doing weightlifting The thing is you're mostly relying on that muscle and liver glycogen when you are actually doing the lift. So most people do a lift between 10 and 20 seconds and then you're resting. So let's say you're doing 10 sets. So 10 seconds times 10 is 200 seconds. So you're actually only doing 200 seconds, which is a little bit more than three minutes of work. That you're actually using glucose. So that's not even, you know, yeah, you're lifting like an hour, but the work you're doing is just three minutes of work. So you don't need a high-carb diet to sustain that work. You just need to make sure your muscle and liver glycogen are in a sufficient place to support that work that you are going to do. And you don't need that much. So let's say, and also, when you lift, you're not depleting your muscle glycogen. Let's say you're doing shoulders. So your whole body can basically store between 400 and 700 grams of carbohydrates. But let's say you're training delts, you know, so you're training a small amount of, like, this is not small, but this is like, let's say you deplete 100 grams of carbohydrates, 100 grams of glycogen by doing delts, like a very intense delt workout, you're burning 100 grams of carbohydrates, glycogen. And your liver is down by 50%, so you need a a total of 150 grams of carbohydrates to support that workout and to support your whole day. So I would say for someone that's training intense, you know, a minimum of 200 grams of carbohydrates on a daily basis makes sense. If you want to minimize stress and you want to support your exercise training. But when you're going to something more intense, like you're doing you know, a couple hours per day, you're becoming more like an elite athlete, you're training a lot, then you might benefit more from having more carbohydrates because the more intense you train, the more carbohydrates you start to burn depending on how adapted you are. And also keep in mind that people, um, if you go on a ketogenic diet, you can literally become keto adapted in seven days. There was a study to show that the metabolic adaptions between someone that has adapted for 12 months and someone that's adapted for seven for seven days is exactly the same. So you can become keto-adapted in seven days. So the whole point of this video is do you really have to overeat carbohydrates to you know to support your metabolism, to for healthy aging, those kind of stuff. You don't have to, it depends on how you feel. If you feel great on 150 grams of carbohydrates, you it's managing your stress, your temps are awesome, you're sleeping great, everything is feeling great, do you have to eat more? I would say no. Like that you don't have to force yourself go by what you feel and for me it feels like i enjoy eating you know three meals a day more than eating more frequently just because i don't really enjoy eating that much i don't know about the wind, guys like it's um sometimes it's windy sometimes it's not i don't know i can't always control the weather <laughs> so um okay maybe i can stand here then it's not as windy so Yeah, the point is, like, you don't have to overeat in carbohydrates, but there's no problem if you do want to overeat in carbohydrates. When I was eating 500 grams of carbohydrates on a daily basis, I was consuming more food more frequently, and I felt like I had to consume more food because my fat intake was lower. By bumping up my fat and having a little bit more fiber in the diet and having more, you know, um, instead of milk, I'm having meat, I feel much more satiated, and I can go, like, six hours between meals without having to eat. And, um, it all depends on where that carbohydrates are coming from. And if I'm still making an egg smoothie and I add in eggs, I can still maintain that six hour window. But the thing is like, I'm not getting enough protein by only having three smoothies on a daily basis because the eggs and that little bit of milk is not going to give me enough protein. So I have to have that meals more frequently if that's what I want to do. So that's not what I want to do. So, um it's just that there is a window for opportunity or a margin for error that's kind of what i'm trying to say is that don't feel like you have to eat more than 300 grams you know to, to remain healthy it depends on what you feel good on eat what you desire to eat and you know, whatever is needed to manage your stress if someone is in a disease state and they are hypothyroid and it's not necessarily that they have to eat more carbohydrates they just have to find a food source that balances their blood sugar and manages their stress if that makes any sense all right guys if you have any questions please please leave that in the comments below and I'll answer that for you guys. Alright, check the next one. Cheers guys.